Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. Me ow wow. Choo choo. And we are back. It's been a while. We're back. It was like a century. You know, we took a week. We took a week off and it felt like forever. And yeah, I didn't like that. You know, I went I went away and I did my like Aaron Rodgers retreat in the woods of West Virginia. And did you see did you see that thing by the way? <laughs> the like the bunker where I stayed? Yeah, like I watched a video on some like Joe Blow yeah. that did it. Yeah, it looked like it looked like it was like straight out of like the Hobbit or something. Yeah, well, I called the the guy was like the guy was like I don't never know what time it is. And I'm like, well, they come back every day at the same time, so you at least know once a day. You uh, know, oh, it's uh, one one p.m. Right, because there's like no clock, but they check in on you. Yeah, the same time every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just saying, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from them. I couldn't do it. You can only you can only masturbate so many times before it's raw. Oh wow! I mean, I yeah. could pro- I mean, I could probably do it, but <laughs> but like, I don't know if I could do it. Just darkness, though. Like that's hard. What do you think his eyes felt like when he came out? Oh my god! You remember when you used to go to the you used to go to the movies and you'd come out and you'd be like, <laughs> dude, it's still like that. It's still like- I know. I haven't. I haven't been to a movie in three or four years. We went to see the movie. We went to a movie. Um, what did we do? We went to see. We went to see um, something that Grayson wanted to see. It was like Dominion movie or some shit. Debbie came, does Dallas, definitely. And we came out of that thing, and it was like, you know, like you like you coming out of a fucking cave and shit. What? Why? It's like you're coming out of your coffin, like the Undertaker, like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Well, we're back. We're- a lot has happened. A man. lot, a lot has happened. Um, the the Eagles. So, so I mean, let's start with this. Are you not gonna wait, 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 wait? You're not gonna you're not gonna talk about the greatest day that happened three years ago, four years ago. I don't know my math. Which uh, the Bryce Harper? Yeah, Bryce Harper signed today. Bryce Harper, happy happy anniversary to uh, everyone who celebrates Bryce Harper signing day. If you don't celebrate, you're an atheist. <laughs> And you probably rooted for the Twin Towers to lose. Oh my God! Um, I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm feeling refreshed. Hawaii, Kenny is dead and gone. <laughs> like Hawaii was so bad. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny is scarred. Days. Kenny is scarred from Hawaii. Mostly the traveling, going to and from. It wasn't the actual Hawaii. The actual Hawaii was the fucking. Even going there wasn't bad. Like you're, you're excited. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. For that sure. red, red eyes, though, I don't recommend them. You can't get out of Hawaii without it, but I don't recommend it. Yeah, this is like every flight leave Hawaii at like you know zero dark well, thirty. I don't know how else you you could do it because I mean, if you left at six forty five is the time of the flight to leave. So if you left any earlier, you know what I mean. It wouldn't. You'd be getting into the airport at like one thirty two a.m. Ooh, yeah, no. Nah. I don't think that's ever. Ha- Does that happen? I don't think I don't know. I mean, I th- I guess probably somewhere. Maybe some know. like select course international flights, but like sounds fucking terrible. If it's touch if it's fifty states, you ain't getting in at one thirty two AM. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> so yeah, Bryce Harper anniversary. Um all you ladies you know, pop your pussy like this. T- today we had the uh the announcement of the Eagles um signing two new two new coordinators, offense coordinator and defense coordinator. I have this weird feeling that people don't love the defensive coordinator, but I feel like if you're from Philly, 
you're never going to like the defensive coordinator. So it'd be what it'd be. Right. But why do not, why do people not like the defensive coordinator? Cause I think you're right. Actually, uh, because people see something about like, Oh, he sacked only three really pressured three times last year. Yeah. They're so confused. He wasn't even the defensive coordinator there. I, I know, you know, well, and that was the weird, like we talked about this, but that was the weird thing for me. The only thing that like, I'm a little like, I guess you don't get rid of Seattle's defensive coordinator. Right. So like he went from Chicago, his contract ran out. Now you can say what you want about Chicago. They're dysfunctional <laughs> shit, but like, yeah, I'd be like, you know, how good of a coordinator, like, you know what I mean? I guess the new coaching staff comes in. That's exactly what happened. Now I'm piecing it together. New coaching staff comes in. We're not going to retain the old guy. We want to use our guys and fail miserably still. And then he wanted a job. Nothing was out there. He went to Seattle and here we are. Right. So like, you know, listen, whenever a guy leaves somewhere and comes to a different place, obviously something happened, right? Like I, I, we don't know what, who knows, you know, like why did Chicago not want him back? I don't know, but he was pretty good there. I mean, they changed. I I think they changed coaches. I I really do think so. The def the, the 2021 defense in the, for the bears was, was among, among one of the best in the league. I mean, they, you know, I had, I have some like numbers on it. You know, they had, they led the league in sack percentage. They were second in the league, giving up passing yards uh, per game, per passing yards per game. And I watched some, I watched some like clips that people have been sharing today since the announcement. And like, dude, his shit was cool. Is, is like the schemes that he runs for his D line and the different, the different ways that he tries to get them home. It's not just like go straight. You know what I mean? And and neither was Gannon. Gannon, Gannon's defense definitely had some twists for the front, for the front and everything like that. I mean, he just, he just forgot to use them in the super bowl, which he, he, he turtled up in the super bowl. There's no doubt. And, and, and honestly, he even said that today. I don't know if you saw that press conference, Bird but gang. yeah, <laughs> Dude, before I'm Jonathan Gannon, (laughs) I'm super excited bird gang. Dude, did you see, did you see the other one where he met? I I think it was, I don't know if it was Kyler or who, but yeah. Cause he's like, all right, I'm going to, he's like, I'm going to get out of here. And they're like, Kyler Murray's in the way. Oh, well that was different though. Like he ran down the hallway and he was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, but then there was another clip I saw of him meeting somebody else. I don't, I don't know who it was. and, And he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, pew, 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 pew. No, you Ex- got explosive. explosive. How do you not send that? You send me the dumbest shit all day, and that's the one you don't send me? I sent it. I put it on, I put it on Instagram, I think, uh, probably. It, mm. He was like, explosive, explosive, because you could run. And I was like, what the oh, fuck? Was, was it James Conner? Probably. All right, I'm done talking about Jonathan Gannon. What a fucking wacko! Fucking defense. Anyway, this dude, this dude needs to. Uh, when's it, hold, let's talk about this. Who cares who the def, who the coordinators are? When when is who's the last defensive coordinator that we Johnson. even like? Okay, and that wasn't even in the moment. Nobody really liked him. Billy Davis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares who the coordinator is? No, it, all, I mean, it depends on who's who the fuck is on the defense. Let's talk about that. Because that's the real conversation. Do you know who's not on the offense? Miles Sanders. <laughs> I heard the report today in the Miles Sanders. And I don't think, I don't know what your deal is with Miles Sanders. 
you you were acting like you were on your knees sucking his dick halfway through the season, and then all of a sudden you started to distance yourself, and I know why. Because you didn't want to let yourself down because you knew they weren't going to sign him. So you, yeah. didn't, you didn't want to get attached. I get it. I, have, I get it. I have, I have no hate for Miles Sanders at all. Do I think he came up small in the Super Bowl? Yes. They didn't play. They didn't give That's him what the, I'm saying. Yeah. It was the injury. I'm pretty sure he was hurt. Yeah, but it's fine. But we, we, and I'm the guy that makes the decisions for the Eagles. So we have decided <laughs> that, dude, you can't, you can't give the running back what he needs money wise. And all these people are like, oh, he'll take a hometown. No, he's not. He wants to get paid. This is his only time he's going to get paid because honestly, very average back this year, he broke through. So like. Maybe a little above average, like you know, like you know, like I, I don't know. This, yeah. He's top ten. <sighs> I mean, give me ten that's higher than him. I mean, just like are you talking about like since he's been in the league or just like this year? I'm, I'm talking about. Everything? I'm talking about he's top ten considering what he did this year and what he would be projected to do next year. All right, I'll give you top twelve. I think he's on the outskirts, but that's, that's for another podcast. We can debate that when there's the lulls of just baseball. I just listen. There is no lull of baseball because we're fucking back, baby. There is. There's 104 million games. There's going to no, be, we leaks. live and die on every pitch. Kenny, actually, I'll tell you what, now that there's a pitch clock, I might tune in oh, a lot God. more. You jump in, you're jumping too fast. You're, you're going to we're, my we, fucking existence. We're getting, we're getting too fast into this. All right. Anyway, so Miles Sanders and take it from Dallas. This is like what I need people to realize in life. They signed Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott is dog shit now. His legs are done. I don't think he's bad, but his body is shutting down. And that's what happens when you run X amount of times for the year. And he got a huge contract. They're not going to be able to pay him out on that contract now. So he's going to either have to take a pay cut or play. Like, I don't even want to say this, but for the vet minimal, because no one's going to sign him. They're worried about his knees. So listen, Miles Sanders, history of injuries, like we said, top 12, top 10 running back, those things weigh each other out, giving him a four year, $40 million. No, he would need more than that. Think about that. Four year, $40 million wouldn't get it done. Right. Um, four year, 60 million, maybe gets it done. Yeah. I don't think he's going to take 10 a year. No, no. So it's just too much money to commit in the running back. Gainwell is good. And I think if he has like a full offseason as the guy and they're going to get a veteran back, you know who I would like to get is Leonard for that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw or that today. Make a splash and get Josh Jacobs. But the same thing with Josh Jacobs. He's going to want 60 million, you know? Um. Okay. So you want to talk about a position that is detrimental. It's not. It's signing the quarterback, right? We all agree with that. We we know what those numbers look like. Patrick Mahomes is the first quarterback in the modern era to win a Super Bowl on a on a on. We'll call it a max deal. I mean, it's fucking forty five. Yeah, I mean, you year. might it it's, might as well be a max deal. Max, yeah. And he's the first quarterback to do so. So, and running backs, you just don't pay them, man. At the end of the day, you just don't pay them. It's not worth it. So, I, I just I, I'm I'm kind of hung up on the fact that you don't think Miles Sanders is a top ten running back. To be honest, I I don't get it. <laughs> so what do you think? You think he ran for fourteen hundred this year and it was like lucky? They had the best line in in all of fucking football. That helps. 
It makes Isaac Sama Lama 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 Dama look like a fucking all pro, except for when he false starts on a fucking third and one in the Super Bowl and causes a fumble the next play. No big deal. I'm not thinking about it at all. <laughs> no big um, deal. Yeah, I think I think the line had a big part in his success this year. I really do. Hmm. Option, I, mean, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, can't the option definitely opens up his ability because Hertz is, you know what I mean? He's going to see it. He's either going to take the hit and dump it off the, uh, to Sanders. So that helps. I'm not sitting here crucifying the guy. I think he's very good. I just don't think this is a bold statement. I don't think there's a running back that I would be willing to pay in the NFL. Not one running back, not one. Well, that's because that's because by the time you by the time they're in the NFL and we know that they should get paid, that we know that that's at like the pinnacle of like where they are ever, and they and they're gonna the, and they're going to descend from there. The end of their rookie yes. contract. Yes, exactly. Their body looks like mush. So the problem with that is that means you need to get. I don't want to say lucky, but you kind of need to get lucky in the draft. Then okay, if hear me out. Unless you're going to use a first rounder on a, on a running back, which no one wants to do. Nobody. Every four years, you got to use a first rounder, right? Every four to five years, you got to use a first rounder. And if that's if that's what you're going to do, then you need to load up with two first rounders, which is uh, interesting, huh? And that's kind of what I'm getting at. I think that the that uh, the running back for Texas, and excuse me, I think his last name is Powell, but I'm I'm drawing a little bit of a blind. Well, his first blind. name is Bijan. I know that. Bijan. Sure. All right. Well, I'm in now even more. So Dijon, which was project, projected as like a top 10 pick has now slid all the way to late twenties. Yeah. I don't right? know why. Uh, Cause he's a running back. I, I, I just, it's the only that, thing listen, I can think of. But here's, but by this, think about what you're saying, right? Yeah. By the metric of what I believe, then everyone it's else not just should you, be, though. It's not just you though. Yeah. This is the league believes this, right? So if the league yeah. believes that you can't pay a running back and everybody's seeing that this doesn't work, then that means that running backs are going to start to be overvalued in the first round of the draft. Yep. And it might happen this year. Well, and, and, and a good example. And I think that if any, I'm going to say casual fan, but if any fan that watches football and knows anything, Jamal Williams is the prime example of why you don't pay a running back. That guy is very, very good. I don't think he's talented. Like, I don't think he's a top 20 talent runner. You know what I mean? But what he does have is like, he's gritty. He's got determination. He runs fucking hard. He hits holes. He does what's asked of him. And he's a fucking solid running back. You can get that with almost fucking anyone. And I think the Eagles don't pick a 10. I think they trade back and I think they're going to get a first round pick for next year from someone. And they're going to snake and get Dijon late and then they're still going to make their pick at 30 this year, not 31. Don't forget it. Miami doesn't have a first round pick. Um, okay. So they're, so you're, you're thinking that they're going to trade which pick then they're going to trade Ten. the first pick. Yeah, they have, there's no value at 31. I mean, there's value. Don't get me wrong, but it's not first round of next year value. You get it depends on a, who they have their eye on though. Like what if Porter's there? Where a 10? Yeah. Well, that, so here's the thing. The other thing needs to fall in the, in the play. Where's Slay playing? Where's Bradbury playing? Like, are both of those guys re-signed? Then you're not taking well, Porter. But if, and that was some if interesting- they move on from Slay and sign Bradbury and take Porter, 
That was some interesting stuff that came out about, you know, possibly. And listen, Derek on says some wild shit. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, he's like he's, your uncle at a barbecue. Like, he, he, can't, he can't trust that fucking guy. I know. He's just firing on all cylinders. He's drunk on Crown Royal Peach in the fucking pool on a floaty. That guy all the fucking time. And, it, and he's just firing and something will stick eventually, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like, and like, no one will remember his 400 bad takes, but they'll remember that he got Slay got <laughs> traded, right? Yeah. So like he, he mentioned that maybe you move on from Slay. Right, you sign Bradbury, and then whatever you get, you get you get extra draft capital for Slay because he's at the top of his game. He's never going to be worth more to anybody right than right now. Right? I mean, the real big loss there is losing Mrs. Slay because I fucking love her. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I, listen, <laughs> as a fan, it sucks to even think about these conversations. Yeah, I really right? do like Slay. So Slay is like. Slay's my favorite corner since Lito the Tuxedo. He's easy. He is like the like the like easy to like. You, he's likable. Like you, he's funny. He's, he fucking yeah. yeah. He doesn't take the game too seriously. Exactly. And yeah. And so like, could they move on from Slay? Get draft capital. Sign Bradbury. Draft Porter. Uh, sign CJ GJ. And the defense looks pretty sweet. And they maybe even get another first round pick somewhere. It's, Are we in agreement? It, we're in agreement that the CJGJ is like the priority, right? Four year. In my opinion, 48. in my opinion, if you know you can't sign Hargrave, which I think they know, uh, here's the problem, man. Can I say something negative about Hargrave? But or here's, are you going to jump on me? But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let's talk about this because can you really let Cox, Hargrave, and Graham go all in the we same? We talked year? about this. You They're can't. Not gonna- you can't let all three of them go. But you can let two of them walk, and I think they retain Graham because Graham showed the best and most promise. And he had a really good year off a major injury. He'll still be able to do it and he'll be cheaper hometown discount. And he's old. Okay. So here's something else that to think about now that we know who they signed as a DC, this dude likes to run a nose tackle system, which Jordan Davis is obviously the the dude, right? So I don't, I think too many people in Philadelphia Oh, we're having a good podcast, baby. This is, this is, you can tell it's been churning, man. This is, <laughs> you know, as much as I wanted them in the Super Bowl, off season is kind of my favorite time to do the fucking podcast. Um, they, a lot of people sleeping on Milton Williams, they fucking like them. And I have to agree. I mean, I listen, did he stand out every fucking play? You're like, that's my guy, fucking Milton Williams. No, but he was solid enough where I wasn't like, yo, Milton. Milton missed those fucking plays, you know? Yeah. And there were some games where we were like, okay, all right. I see a big fella. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I, I think they really like Williams. I, I mean, I, I think he's a perfect fit for what they're going to run. So, so really what it comes down to, right. Is once they start making decisions on the D line, once they talk to their d- defensive coordinator, who they now have, who likes to run a system with a nose, some, some speed ends and get the linebackers more involved. Khalil Mack was a fucking was a wrecking ball for him. That, but okay, listen, you bring up the linebackers, right? They need to upgrade at linebackers. This is where they I'm do. getting. This is where I'm getting yeah. to, right? Do they trust Nicobe Dean? I don't know, but TJ Edwards is a free agent. Do they like him enough to be in this system? They do. They have, much, a, they have a lot of fucking decisions to make right here. Yeah. And I mean, how much money is TJ Edwards going to command in free agency? Seriously? Like, no, it's not that it's just, I is, mean, he, is will, he your guy though? You know, someone will overpay, right? I mean, someone always someone overpays. Over, yeah. Someone always overpays, but 
I think the Eagles know the value there. I mean, he's homegrown. We haven't had a homegrown linebacker since Trotter, maybe. So X man, they might find uh, Mr. Carwash. They might find the value in him. And again, you could sign him. I think you sign him to a three-year, three-year, fifteen million, five million gets that guy playing here. So, so what do you think? What do you think is the best, like, oh, scenario? You know, Okay. Like you, you obviously have something against Hargrave. What I, I is, don't have anything against Hargrave. I think he's very good. I think he fell off a little bit at the end. Just saying you and the Super Bowl performance. You can't really, you can't pin on any of them because like who the <laughs> fuck could have played on a fucking slip and slide. So like I, I'm, a, oh, did you hear, I'm oh, talking, wait, pause timeout. Did you hear the latest on the field? Geezer. Did you hear the latest? <laughs> no, fuck that old man. Dude, dude came out and dishing today. What did he do? There was an article that came out today. The same way. Oh, the dude was fucking throwing the um the new guy. I think it was the new turf guy who was like working with him. He fucking Yeah, like his replacement. Yeah, he threw that dude straight under the fucking the train. Of course dude. he fucking did. Because he was like he was like he watered the field too much right before the game. They put a tarp over it and then they rolled it inside. They were supposed to leave it outside so it could dry out. He said they put it, they watered it, they rolled it inside, they put a tarp over it, and then it basically rotted. So the field was rotten. And it, it had no root system because it was rotten because they fucking watered it too much. They put it inside, got no sun, and they fucking put a tarp over it while they were doing all the practices for like the like the like the halftime show and shit like that. They fucking they fucking destroyed the field in the day. What is more important, a pristine, pretty field that no one can play on or a field that has a couple fucking divots from Rihanna practicing? Seriously. I mean, it is a like, and they could have covered just like certain elements of it. Like, okay, the end zone needs to look good and the 50 yard right. paint needs to look good, but fuck the rest of the field. Who cares? Fucking Rihanna was suspended from the ceiling the most of the time. They didn't even fucking go into like the field. a super smash. looked like a smash <laughs> brothers fucking ring. And listen, Fucking who cares? Who fucking cares? You got the NFL. No one, no one would be like, this was a great Super Bowl, but the field sure looked like shit. Like no one would give a shit. Not one person. Nobody, nobody would care. Nobody would even notice. But everybody noticed that nobody could stand up. Anyway, go back to your Hargrave situation. Oh, so yeah. So whenever I talk about, man, I'm remembering things. This is, this is impressive tonight. Whenever I'm talking about the Eagles season, I am excluding the Super Bowl. Besides Hurts, he's the only one that because he, you know, he just fucking balled out completely. Yep. But like on the defensive side, I'm excusing the Super Bowl. I think Hargraves disappeared a little bit towards the end of the year, which is fine. I just don't want them to dump that much money into someone. It's too much money because he kind of reminds me of someone that will get money and then Ben Simmons, the situation, right? Get your big payday and then not try anymore. I don't, I have this feeling in my gut. I don't know. You know, I've been burned by many athletes in this town that makes me feel this way, but I get that fucking feeling from him. Wow. That's interesting. I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give him, you know, if, if the money was going to be, you know, what we would think would be like a fair contract, then yeah, you could entertain it. And I would be, well, it ain't going to be, it it. ain't going to be a fair contract. Drew Rosenhaus is is his agent. So exactly. Uh, 
Here's the other thing about him, though. He's old. He's he's old-ish, right? He this is his thirty. Th- this is a, yeah. This is his third contract. So like, and the reason it's his third contract is because Se- Seattle, Pittsburgh decided he wasn't fucking good. He didn't have the fucking motor to do it anymore. Right. So and he he gave much- us he gave us basically his three best years of his career. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. I I'm I'm I I really do have this belief. I heard In rumors, dude, that he was going to command like twenty. Yeah, and where where are we getting that from? I don't know. If it, I mean, but here's the thing. All right, so fine. Let's play this out. Hargrave is gone. Are you signing Cox? Um. Well, I mean, in your in your theory and in your world, you almost kind of have to, right? Because I don't even, see how you let I don't see how you let Hargrave and Cox go. But the thing there is, is that unless like, you're drafting a lineman, bro, you could sign Cox for like 10 for how many years? Two. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could get them for cheaper and well, 10, you know, 10 a year. So 20, <sighs> I'm, you're not going to get him for less than 10 a year, dude. I know. I mean, like I said, it's all a fucking pipe dream, but, but I, that's a lot of money, man. I know, dude, but they're like they weren't even that they weren't even as deep as they normally are at the D line this year because of just Did he have a good year? You mean like what do you mean by good? I mean he had a he had a good year, I guess, but Reddick opened that up a lot for him and you well, know so, yeah, so Hargrave. And Sweat. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's a lot of money. A lot of fucking money. That'd be thirty million locked up in Hargrave, and Cox. no, no Hargrave, no Hargrave. I know, I know. I'm just, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. And and, and Fletch is twenty two or thirty two. So he's and he looks he looks abused. He does. He does. He looks he looks like the condom you find in the corner of a frat house, like just fucking withered with fucking. Common holes, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But he had, but he had, <laughs> he had seven sacks though. I get it. I get it. But two guys could get you three and four, you know, oh, man, this D the- so, so beyond the D like the coordinator hirings, like, my whole thing is like, who the fuck is on defense? Because like the thing it sucks about this the most, I think is that they, they have basically the best defense in the league and they are like going to be completely different next year. Yeah. Well, the best defense in the league landed Jonathan Gannon, a fucking job. Do so. you let, do you let slay go? <laughs> can you do that? I don't know. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <sighs> I don't think letting That's Slay cold. go to That's sign. That's <laughs> fucking business, man. I know. I don't think you let Slay go to sign Bradbury, though. Like, <sighs> <laughs> Bradbury, I, I, and Bradbury's 28. Is he? Yeah, I already looked this up. And Slay's 30. No, he's 30. my age. I think he's 30. No, I think he's older than that. I thought he was like 32. Okay, well, if he's 32 and Bradbury's 28, like, yeah, you're right. He is 32. Yeah. And he's under contract for three more years. Really? Four more years, if you count this year. 
Well, like I'm looking at his contract right now, right? So there's these there's these like fake years. I don't know if these are like cat push offs or something. Uh but it says he's not an unrestricted free agent until until 2024. But there's extra cap hits um on 25 and 26 and that's probably got to do with like restructures and shit. So so that he's under contract for two more years. Yeah, that makes more sense. Or me. I guess no, one more year technically. Yeah, because it's twenty three now. So so if you think about it, he's under contract for one more year. It actually makes sense to move him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because you, you don't have you don't control him. And are you really going to resign a thirty three year old, thirty four year old corner? No, especially when he has a season and he has like you know a good like if he he's going to have a good season. He's good right now. Like he's good. <laughs> So like a lot of people don't like them, man. Like, like who uh, there are people that I see or like, like him, don't like him for what? Like, cause they think he's a bad corner, but because he laughs when he makes, when something happens, uh, there was like one, uh, I specifically remember seeing a tweet, a couple of tweets about being like, he gets burnt. And I can think of like I mean, off the top of my head without really like digging in this fucking minefield I have up here. I think of two of them where he got like fucking burnt toast and I couldn't even tell you what teams they were. I just remember being like, Ooh, cause my buddy Caputo is a big slay hater. Okay. So he always, he would always let me know, you know? Okay. But like when a guy gets, when, when you have to like think about the moments when he got burnt, isn't that a sign that he's good? Yeah, no, I I'm with you. I have no negative things to say about him other than his age and his hot ass wife. <laughs> Um, you know how many touchdowns he gave up this year? Directly? Three. Five. Yeah. And he never had a game. Let me see. I'm looking at I'm looking at his breakdowns right now. His highest game uh yards allowed was eighty five. Who was that? And that was against Washington. And that game was fucking horrendous. I don't want to talk about that fucking game. No, we were there. <laughs> yeah. So I mean yeah. People people expect too much. <laughs> oh, I mean everybody does. Every yeah, for sure. And you could argue that like, well, you we don't even need to argue, but Twitter has broken so many fucking brains along the way that like some of it's just like they got to be just talking hot air into the air. Like Raider Frank, he's a good example of it. <laughs> just like speaking. Yeah, Raider <laughs> I saw him. You you brought up Raider Frank. I saw him talking about uh, the other day. You know, as the Flyers continually just get pummeled on online and everywhere for reasons because they deserve it. Uh, he he chooses to go on and like completely bash the Sixers and and say that people are giving them a free pass because they're the Sixers. And it's like listen. The Sixers, if, and I, I, I'm going to do two things. The Flyers today for the first time in probably what feels like a decade use the word um, rebuild. I heard that. But he then, <laughs> so, I know. and then he tiptoed it and said, well, it wouldn't have been a rebuild if we didn't have all the injuries that we had because this team could compete with anything. You should have just stopped at the rebuild because it's yeah. a rebuild. That's it. Yeah. Everyone sees it. And if he doesn't move Kevin Hayes, JVR for whatever the fuck they're worth, 
then they're never going to get out of it. You know? So how did, how did that JVR contract hit, get to the end? Like, how did that possibly happen? <laughs> the Michael Scott meme. No, seriously. That's what it is. Yeah. It's because they haven't had leadership in the front office since fuck. Even Ron Hextall, like everyone's like, Oh, he was a good. He was the greatest. Like, look at his drafts. They were fucking terrible. They were. I mean, and just, now, and now people in, in Pittsburgh are booing him out of the fucking arena. Yeah, he's fucking bad GM, man. Um, so that's the Flyers. Like, buckle up. You got a decade of this bullshit. Just you need to get due. And then, you know, they're gonna they're gonna sprinkle in one fucking playoff run along the way because Connect needs gonna have a hundred points. That this is what's gonna happen in a couple of years. But the Sixers, and if you don't feel this way, I I, I don't get it. They're just like washing a front loaded washer machine go, right? It's consistent. It's fucking annoying as shit to load and unload. It's annoying as shit to watch them do the same fucking song and dance with Doc fucking Rivers. Doc Rivers. Respect my name. I won a championship in 08 Rivers. Listen, this dude, we did it with Brett Brown. We picked Tobias Harris. Brett Brown and maybe Ben Simmons. I don't really even know if the Ben Simmons thing is real. We picked those three players, things and coach over Jimmy Butler. Well, I mean, you could make an argument and Gordy, Gordy and I were talking about this the other day. You could make an argument that maybe Brett Brown was better than maybe people give him credit for because of what he got out of Ben Simmons. Think about what Ben Simmons, <laughs> think about what Ben Simmons is right now. I will not sit here <laughs> and give Brett Brown any fucking credit because you know what? Could you imagine what the Sixers would look like if they had a swing man on a three? Oh, you dude, know, hundred yeah. percent. You know, the guy 100%. that they fucking drafted and then traded for fucking Zaire Smith, who was out. You of know the what's hilarious, dude? Years? Almost every night you see somebody that they used to have lighting it up. <laughs> oh, of course. Like the other night, Drew Holiday was like banging it. Fucking, yeah. you know, there's always there's always like a guy that they used to have just blowing it up. Pitiful. So, so here, hold, hold on. But what's your thing though? Is your hatred? And we gotta we gotta bounce back to the Eagles because we didn't even talk about the offense. But is your hatred for the Sixers based on Glenn, or what is it? It's a lot of it's Glenn and they're doing this thing where they're going to keep him too long because they're afraid to make a move on him. And he's going to have statistically and record wise, a very good year at the end of this. Right. They're, I mean, they're, they're, that, they have a 65 winning percentage right now. That quote tonight. And if you guys are unaware of it, the sum it up, it's just basically saying that about Maxi you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Tyrese Maxi and his development. The only thing that matters is that we're 18 and four. And how dare you question my coaching ability is what I took from it. Whether you did or not. That's how I think every time he talks, Glenn, that's what I, how dare you? How dare you not respect me and my championship in 08 with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and just an incredible bench. You know, fuck you all for not respecting my championship in 08. I was in high school when they won a fucking championship. Okay. It's time to hang your hat. He's going to have a good statistical year <laughs> and they're going to carry him again after a second round exit. And if they do that shit, it's fucking bullshit. And the other side of it is, is all that Ben Simmons drama 
that shit was exhausting it st- and still hasn't brought me back in. I'll watch it, but it's not like I'm like, oh, Sixers. Sixers tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I get it. And I like, I, I'm watching, I'm paying attention and I'm, you know, I'm in on them. But like, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, th- I feel like the way I am with the Sixers is the way that most people were with like the Phillies for a long time. You expected the same result right at the end, no matter what, yeah. no matter what happens, they're going to be a 500 team and they're not going to make the playoffs. And that was, this, that was what people thought about the Phillies. Now they did something to prove that they're different now. So that's what has to happen for the Sixers. The Sixers need to prove that they're, that they're different. And I don't know how they're going to do it because they're doing the same. It's the same type of shit that keeps happening with them. They are a good team. They're better than most of the teams in the East. It's and, and it's like not close, but they make really stupid decisions (laughs) at times. And it's, I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's the players. I don't know if it's both. But it's not good, and it keeps happening. The turnovers late, like they can't cover. They can't. They're they're they struggle on outside perimeter D. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know. Tobias Paris played thirty four minutes yesterday against the Heat. Two two points. I could get two points. I'm confident I could get two points. He had a bad night, but and then like. He has a bad night. It's just it's just like Jonathan Gannon's defense. He has a bad night every time he can't have a bad fucking night. Right, exactly. You show me that you're worth. Show me the life hack. Show me that you are worth the fucking money. Like, dude. And Maxi and Maxi by the way is having the best year of his career uh, of his career. But it doesn't matter. According to Glenn, it doesn't fucking matter because we're 18 and 4 in the last whatever that math is. So we're 18 and 4 22 games. We're 18 and 4 in the last 22 games. So nothing matters other than what my record is and what I'm doing for the Sixers. The Sixers are the most frustrating fucking team. I I I would go back to the process days. But it's just at least you knew like you knew they were going to be shit and they were tanking and you're like, fuck it. I don't have to watch it. And it's just like the Phillies for 10 years were like, you know, except for the few hard, you know, diehards. But like, oh, shit, they signed Bryce Harper and to everyone else in Philadelphia besides fucking Nicole from 92.5. Dude, no one wants to play in Philadelphia because the fans are fucking mean. Bullshit. Everyone wants to fucking play here now, and the floodgates open because of price. But that's the shit the Phillies did. John Middleton was like, "I don't want to, I want to fucking spend money." And then they were like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "I can't." He's like, "Open up the fucking floodgates. Sign whoever the fuck you want. We're gonna be yeah." Like Sixers don't do that shit because their owner is just about fucking money and not about the fucking team. That's what made Ed Snyder so fucking special. And honestly, that's what kind of makes Jerry Jones special. But it's his own detriment because he's fucking stupid. There's yeah. a, you know, there's a fine line with like passion and stupid. Yeah. Jerry Jones is stupid. So it all circles. Ownership is dog shit. And that's what we have with the flyers. Sixers. The dude owns the devils. He owns the Sixers. He owns probably some racehorses. I'm sure of it. And isn't he trying to get another team? I don't know. That, that's, that's a whole saga. I'm out of breath. Cause you got me ranting. <laughs> well, are you talking about Josh Harris? What? Who are you yes. talking about? Josh yeah, Harris. Yeah. 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 I mean, he owns like all kinds of shit. But he he was 
Oh, the commanders. Wasn't he trying to, he was trying to get the commanders. Yes. This is exactly who he was trying. I don't even know what that's looking like. Now he's, now Dan Snyder's saying, if he's, <laughs> dude, the ball's on Dan Snyder's, man. You hear this story? Wait, what? Dan Snyder said that the only way he'll sell the team is if they give him like, and like, uh, they can't go after him after he's okay, sold the team. He wants immunity. <laughs> yeah. He, he said that I'll sell, but you guys can't want this piece thing. Of shit. Yeah. Once this thing digs up and it's going to be chaos, I want, you know, I don't want my name drug through the mud and the owner, all the owners are like, what the fuck are you like? What did you do? Dude, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> like the owners shouldn't want him to sell. Fuck him. He's a, he's the ultimate creep and like a piece of shit human, but like he can't run a franchise. So let him be the owner. Let him be it. It's great for, I mean, it's great for, uh, uh, you know, fans of other teams that play against them, you know? Well, not, I mean, well, that's the problem with the division, right? Like it's, it's harder to win those games constantly and consistently. I just, is he still the owner? I guess technically he is still. Yeah. Technically he is. Right. Uh, and he's blocking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> right. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> and I bet you that Jeff Bezos will be a fucking hell of an owner. I think I think Josh Harris was trying to partner up with somebody to get involved with the Commanders, but like you can't own two. I don't. You can't own two NFL teams, right? Who else does he own? No, no, he doesn't. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I was thinking NFL. It's not NFL. So he. Yeah. So he. Yeah, yeah. So he could do that. He could do that. Yeah, he can't. You can't it's the own owner. Two. It was the owner of the Rockets that he was trying to like team get, up with. Yeah, uh, Tillman Fertitta. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. The Sixers have a coaching problem followed by a Ben Simmons blah problem and a turnover problem. Oh no, Late. they're they're bidding against each other. They're not working together, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? That's my that's my saga on the Sixers. So basically to wrap it up, to sum it all up, it's too much of the same. Exactly. It's your front load washer, man. It's and you reliable. don't and you don't know what you don't know if it's ever gonna change. Exactly. You open the door, it smells like shit because there's mold growing through the rubber seal. It doesn't matter how many times you fucking clean that. It doesn't fucking And the leaks. water's leaking out of the bottom because you didn't yep. clean your filter and you it, got dogs yeah. and it's all clogged up. Listen, what it was was <laughs> that the the plastic hose in the back when the washer machine was rambling was rambling against the brick wall. So then it fucking put a little hole in it on certain like blankets. You know what I mean? If she did a blanket load, it was a lot of water. So it'd be like, <laughs> but if it was just t-shirts, it'd be like, <laughs> welcome to my Ted talk. So, you know, I told her, I said, oh. when you see the washer machine, hey suffocating against the cinder block wall. You should probably push it fucking out. Hey, you better clean that filter. I don't even know how to get to it. It's on the bottom, man. You got to tilt that. Fucking I don't around. have that fucking thing. <laughs> Tired, man. I've been in the nursery. I feel like I'm fucking on the set of holes. Dig, dig, <laughs> dig. Oh man. Wait till the baby comes. You think you're tired now? Well, she wants to be a stay at home mom. So <laughs> daddy's going to bed with a CPAP and all. Oh my. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, so, so wait, how, how long into that is the first time where I go, well, you want it to be the stay at home mom. How long are we getting that? That's going to be, you better hold that card in the pocket for a little yeah, while. That's going to be like, <sighs> cause there's this little thing called postpartum 
I don't know if you've yeah. ever heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> she hit me like a hurricane. It's not that. It's not that bad. It depends. Well, on every, everybody's different. Everybody's different. Um. So, anyways, going back to the Eagles, right? That's fucking funny. What a nightmare. Um, they have a new offensive coordinator. Does it matter? No, I don't think it really does. I don't even know if that's a hot take. I don't know. It's Nick's team. I think when the here's the thing. Here's I think this is why I think this way. When the coat, when the head coach is an offensive dude. I feel like the offensive coordinator doesn't matter as much and vice versa. If the, if the head coach is a defensive dude, I feel like the defensive coordinator doesn't, doesn't matter as much because at the end of the day, the offense or the defense, whichever the head coach's like specialty is, is going to run his scheme. I, in my opinion, this might not be true. I don't know. I'm not a fucking coach, but that's how I think it goes. And it, uh, maybe over time that doesn't happen that way. Maybe over time the head coach lets go of that and like lets the coordinator make decisions. But you know that doesn't I'm, happen. If, in, that doesn't happen until Nick's on the hot seat. If I'm Nick Sirianni, you know why in the why in the world? If this dude had like a different idea of how the offense could run, why in the world would you change that? No, you don't change that. No, uh, no, absolutely not. They're going to do the same shit. Listen, they they have the right. They have the right, they have the core players. They have the right people. They have a really good. They have really good ownership. They have a really good GM. I think they have a really good head coach. Even though he got out coached in the Super Bowl, which is almost to be expected. Um, they lose their coordinators. You slide in two coordinators. The offensive coordinator has worked with Hertz family forever. His dad was, he was quarterback for his dad, Jalen Hurts, his dad and whatever it was. So like that guy already is pretty close with, you know, Hertz. Now, who do you think they slide up to the quarterback role? Oh, another guy that's already been on the roster. So like, so like the person that they really are adding is like, rookie quality control <laughs> water jug man. I know. Yeah. Or, they, or, or they'll hire a woman to be a fucking progressive team. They, they already, annou- they already announced. I mean, I don't care. Listen, if the, if, if it's a woman and, and she can fucking teach running backs how to fucking hit the whole shit at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that shit. No, I don't fuck it. Like the whole team could be fucking women. I don't fucking care. I don't either. I don't care, dude. If they, they win. The yeah. If they win, they win. I don't fucking care. But uh, yeah, so I think they did just like like plinko that shit and just moved, of moved course. everybody up, and, you know? and, and that's the right thing to fucking do. And and what you hope is, you know, that they get to the Super Bowl and maybe they win it. I, you know, that's gonna be a really hard fucking task. Historically, it doesn't happen, you know. But you know, you just hope they don't lose their fucking coordinators again, and this becomes like eventually, you know, like fuck. Yeah, yeah my brother, my brother Ronnie te- sent me a message. He's like, "Yo, this dude's gonna be gone next year." Yeah, <laughs> it's like probably, you know, and like, so like, all right, let's go back. So, what's the offense look like, right? You you think? Do we are we thinking Gainwell's the guy? I think so. I mean, they obviously like them. They they obviously see enough in them, and and they're gonna and and it's like Howie has just done this, man. Howie 
have they ever taken a first round running back? When's the last time they've done that? Have they ever taken a what? A first round running back? Yeah, I can't think of one. I can't think of one. Was Ricky Waters first round? Um, I'll look it up. I was still, if it's Ricky Waters, I was like fucking three. So, like I said, they don't they don't prioritize C. Van Buren. <laughs> really? I mean, that's back in the fucking forties. <laughs> so my point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just I just think that Gainwell is good enough to carry the load if he's not like surprised in the Super Bowl. You know, I think the Super Bowl kind of like took him out a little bit, right? Yeah. I think at the moment it was a little too big for him. And I'm not it's not me talking shit. I just don't think like, you know, he wasn't ready. Not in that sense. Like I I hope it doesn't sound like I'm like talking shit on the dude. Like I don't think anyone would have been ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a hard position to be thrusted into. But you go gain well. I think you can sign Scott for cheap again. I like him, and 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 the Eagles have shown that they're not going to just Darren Sproles the situation where they just keep handing it off to Sproles, you know, constantly and consistently. So like, yeah, I'm alright with it. And they got to sign a veteran, like like a Legarrette Blunt type veteran would be huge. Yeah. So Fournette, why not? It's 27. So the last time and I Tampa found, Bay has had the worst offensive line ever. I found year. I found the list, and th- so the last time that the Eagles drafted a running back in the first round was I alive? Um, n- no. Yeah. Okay. So exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you were. No, you were definitely were you? not. It was 1986, and it yep, was. Not- it was Keith Byers, who actually he, was good. Who actually yeah, was good. I he had a decent career, right? I yeah, mean, but for I me mean, the know, only the only thing that sucked about him was that he was from Ohio State. But you know, for me to know that name when you say it, you know, yeah. And I remember obviously these dudes because I was I was like getting into the Eagles like when like late late eighties, early nineties was when I really started to like know what football was. Some would say. I might have been regenerating. My brother was born in 85, so I was probably just starting to, you know, be a thought maybe. <laughs> Five years later, and a giant 10 pound mistake came out. A, a twinkle. Um, <laughs> twinkle in the old ball sack. <laughs> um, yeah, so they just don't value that position. And that's fine. It's worked out for them. I mean, Brian Westbrook, Ricky Waters. I hate even how to say that, but Ricky Waters, Brian Westbrook, uh, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Corral Buckholder. Uh, who was the third? Who was the third guy there? They had a, the three headed monster. Remember that t shirt? I, I do. I do remember. Who the fuck see, was I that? Can, I can see it like right now. Yeah, it's, it's probably like, it's, really obvious. Oh, Deuce Staley. Deuce. Duh. Yeah, it was Deuce. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Deuce, like, people. People want to act like Deuce Staley was like some stud. He was okay. He was good. He did what he had to do. You know what I mean? Those Eagles teams were good. So the Eagles just don't value the position. They got Gainwell, sign a veteran, and move forward with it. Quarterback, they're going to sign him. I think they're going to sign him this year. Because I think Howie's going to want to know what he's got to work with. You know what I mean? I think they should. I mean, I think they should. It's. I, I don't think it's right to make the guy play out that last year of the contract, to be honest. Now, wait, what happens if he has like a career-ending injury? Like, 
That's not it's fair not to right. what he it's did. Not right. Like this, mm. this ride was so special. This, this ride was so. If they would have won the Super Bowl, easily would have been so much more special than seventeen. And I know that's probably crazy to say out loud, like. But if they would have won the Super Bowl, for me personally, like, just like the podcast connections I've made along the way, we went to a lot of fucking games. Like I mean, yeah. a lot of fucking games. Yeah. So like, it would have been special. Um, I agree, but they didn't do it. And that's no, okay. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. We'll get one. We're going to get one in the next four years. I just don't think it's next year. And I, that's just me being like an analytics guy, like looking at the numbers with everything in life that I know that is not named Tom Brady. It's well, hard to get the fuck back there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I looked at, I was looking at the, we were looking at the stats, right? Like, um, they, there was that list of dudes who, uh, made their teeth straight quarterback. Nine yeah. Straight. The quarterbacks that made their debut in the, like lost their first Super Bowl or whatever, then they never made it back or whatever. It's like nine or ten straight. For yeah, some reason, I like, thought it was nineteen, but nineteen seems really aggressive. Um, it was a lot. I know that it was a lot of dudes. It was so, a number where you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Ooh, wolf. But at the um, same time, like, yeah, they can't make Hertz play out that contract. They can't. That's fucked up. They can't do it. No, they're not going to. I think your wide receivers are set. You need to get a third. I would. Keep Quez. Ugh. <laughs> you got to keep him. I, 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 I just think, I know you don't. Call I mean, they could trade him for a third round pick. Someone would give you a third. I'm done. With, so. I'm. I'm. I've seen enough of Quez to be honest. Well, I mean, if he catches that ball, they win the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, I don't know about all that, bro. It would have been first and goal. Well, with four. Yeah, like okay. with I guess you could. Left. You could. You could probably. Uh, I don't know. You ice the shit out of that because, because then now you're up 14 or you're at least up 10 with the 10 is a little bit of a scary situation. Cause I don't know if you fucking win it with 10, yeah. but 14 is a lot more daunting. And I think that, you know, Kansas city runs it. They score with three minutes. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. It was a dime. He I mean, hurts. Put it, was, it right there. Why'd he jump? Explain to me. And you know who catches this ball? And you're going to be like, no, Greg Ward catches that. No, he would. Football. He would catch that ball. He, he would fucking surely would have. Yeah. This is, I'm done with, I'm done with quest. Like I, I agree. You know, I just, he he's not even he's not even old. He's not bad. He's and it doesn't sound like they're done with him, but they obviously wouldn't talk like they were done with him. Like because it's not how you well, do it. You don't do well, that. Well, they also I saw some reports. And listen, when I when I say I see some reports, I don't fucking know if it's Joe Blow on Twitter retweeting yeah. fucking ten people from Mississippi. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> it said that they were open to trading quests. So it wouldn't surprise me if they trade him. I really think I got brutally attacked and assaulted by Jake and Fry on this. I really think Robert Woods is an excellent third fucking wide receiver. Him, Brandon Cooks, like that kind of fucking guy. Galladay. <sighs> get him cheap, man. I mean, you could even keep Quez and get Galladay. A one-year, $2 million contract? Prove yourself a year? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, what the fuck? How about you this? 10 million in incentives. If you hit a thousand, you know, 1500 yards and double yeah. digit touchdowns. Yeah. Seriously. Like who cares? Fuck Cause it. he's worth it at that point. Yeah, exactly. If he Can does you that, you're probably going back to the Super Bowl. Agreed. So, and so here's something else you got to think about when do you, okay. So we saw the tweet today and someone threw this out there and it was a little wild, but is Devonte Smith better than Justin Jefferson? What are we talking about? 
Like, are, are, are you talking today? Game- no, I know. Uh, are you talking game changing abilities? No, Justin Jefferson can take you from A to Z and very fucking quickly can turn the game to your sideline. But so can Devontae. He's got too much other shit going on around him. Like an elite tight end, an elite fucking duo of a wide receiver on the other side. Justin Jefferson is pure raw. will take over a whole fucking game without you even thinking twice. Or not. Yards. Or not, though. Well, he does, you know, because they have no one else. And that's the difference. Like, if A.J. Brown's not. So, Justin Jefferson on a team like the Eagles is like fucking just menace. (laughs) Dude, a guy like that with like an elite. (sighs) You know who? I'm going to be honest with you. Could you imagine him on the Chiefs, dude? Who? And and that T.J. (laughs) Hawkinson trade that they did. That that should have helped him a little bit more, but I think it hurt him, and that's what's gonna have. They're gonna have to figure that out if they're gonna go that route. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know the real number there, but that kind of hurt them. But yards, I don't really care if my wide receiver is breaking NFL records and they're eliminated by the Giants in fucking opening weekend. To me, it doesn't really matter. I think Smith is very, very fucking close. Like importance to a team. Cause AJ Brown doesn't have that good of a year. Goddard doesn't have that good of a year. So, all right. So next question hurts. Doesn't have that good of a year. Next question. When better hands, which when, is crazy when, or, and, or do you extend Smith? You got to start. So, and this is the thing. I think when you're at this point, you're hoping there's a Super Bowl there, right? Because, like, you got to, you're going to have to let AJ Brown walk, I think. And so, like, so to, they have Smith controlled through 25. And what do they have Brown till? I uh, got to check Brown. I think, I, I think feel it's 20, like 25, 26. I think it's around the same time. So to me, that's a no brainer. You just, you got to let AJ Brown kind of walk and then you, you Brown take is care 20 of, Brown is 27. Yeah. They're going to take care of Smith because you know, you can like, we just talked My about God, gotta, dude. Can you imagine we have fucking four more years with Smith and Brown? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I know it's, it's massive. People <laughs> are under underlying that. And, and here's the thing. And I've been saying this for a long time. Since the Titans cut him, <laughs> by the way, by the way, and Dallas Goddard through 26. Yeah. Well, this is where I was getting at. So, so if you bring a guy like Robert Woods in Brandon cooks, whoever you want to be, you're going to get a guy that's like, like Tick Woods signed a massive deal with Tennessee. That would, those are great third receiver numbers, 600 yards, X amount of catches, two or three touchdowns. I'm taking that, right? Mm-hmm. So now he's he's got paid. He has money. Now he's looking to win a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Come on over. They'll come for cheap. You can get a third wide receiver for cheap off of a contract that just didn't work because Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback, right? So the Eagles, so the Eagles have the opportunity to just like win games based on their offense. Oh, hundreds you know, of percent. And that's, yeah, and that's like that's wild to think about. As long as your defense doesn't give up forty-five fucking points in the Super Bowl. But, but what's going to happen though is over the next few years, in the course of this Hurts contract, right? He's going to start to transition out of 
what he is now. Like McNabbing it. He's going to have to start transitioning to being more of a passer, less of a runner. Still threat, but more like Mahomes instead of what he is now. Okay. And he, yeah, I mean, he can do it. He just needs to do it yeah. more consistently. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. I, I, I mean, the dude's electric. Um, I've never, I've never felt so good turning on an Eagles game than I did last year, probably to be honest, now like, that, so confident. And now that Carson Wentz is going to be the backup. I mean, it's just going to be fucking incredible in Philly. I would love it if they did that. I knew you would. Cause you're fucking. No, 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 no. Just because, just because I almost did it. I almost, I almost dropped the very fucking bad word. No, listen, not, not because of, not because of any past feelings I had about Carson Wentz because by I'm such an asshole for thinking that he, for believing that he was actually a a good quarterback when he actually was a good quarterback, but you're just a dumbass. But anyway, he was a fucking MVP. Don't even start me. He wasn't. Where's his MVP in the trophy case? I can't find it. He was going to be the MVP in 2017. Okay, and I, you know, I thought about maybe hooking up with fucking, you know, whatever. So whatever. It doesn't college. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Any, mean shit. Anyway, it would be really fucking hilarious to see him as the backup to Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I would rather have Marcus Mariota. Yeah, and that and that fits the system better. Fits the scheme, fits the system. Don't have to give up all your draft picks to pick them number two. Um, yeah, I. You know what else they need? They need another tight end. Not that I don't think. Yeah, I thought your I thought your bully stole your own stole. In the run game, you don't offer anything on the passing. You game. don't need two ca- pass catching tight ends. Brent Selleck and Zach you don't Ertz. need that. You don't. You have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. You don't need. I to. get it, but even they need a. Do you need five. Tight you need five guys catching passes. Why not? Come on, man. You don't need that. Is what I'm saying. But I'm saying they need they need someone to be a fucking threat. Like if if they ran a two tight end set, no one was like, oh okay, yeah, fucking Jared Stoll over there. Like fuck that fucking guy. And it always just was a fucking Smith screen. Always. Yeah. Well, I mean, or or the or the old AJ Brown slant. Yeah, which I love. So. So they need a tight end. They do. I don't care what you say. I, I don't think stole and cataracts is the answer. We didn't even talk we, about the Phillies, man. We will. Fuck you. Where are we going? They need a punter. They absolutely need <laughs> oh, a punter. Oh, they got to draft a punter. <laughs> they have to. They can't draft a punter. Why? People do it all the time. They don't have that many picks to be drafting a punter. They got, dude, they, if Sipos is, I'm fine with keeping the coordinator because I really do think they had a decent year overall. It was shaky in the beginning. He cleaned it up. He got much more out of Britt Covey than we thought was even fucking possible yeah, for in sure. the playoffs and towards the end of the year. So, I, and listen, the breakdown, listen, if one or two guys go the wrong way on special teams, they're all just running the same fucking path as follow the leader here. So like, I don't know how much of that's coaching, but the punter well, coaching never the coaching fucking shank that on return on return coverages. It, it, it is coaching because it comes down to lanes and, and responsibilities, but now we can't prove that he didn't teach them their responsibilities. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like and I that said, they didn't if execute one guy, that. Yes. if one guy wanders, yes, and then that could have happened for sure. And uh, watch it. Watch it probably it. did happen. It did. Watch it. You'll be surprised. Not oh, really, everybody got sucked. Go- everybody got sucked in on that right side. Exactly. And 
this doesn't happen if the punter just hits. I mean, shit. A medium punter, punt. <laughs> if the punter hit it out of bounds and it went back out of bounds on R40, it would have been much, much better. I mean, would, literally anything. anything. <laughs> if he would have punted and it went out on R20, it would have been fucking better than what took place. He could have fumbled the snap. It would have been better. And then I hear this bitch fucking complaining. Well, I was just fresh off an injury. Like, oh, okay, buddy. Yeah. You should have said you couldn't fucking kick. Just say no comment. And I would also like to say, how the fuck is there not a free agent in the uh, free agent punting punter? That's like just what's somewhat decent. Like, do you remember playing Madden and like your punter would be out and be like, fuck. And then you get on free <laughs> and they'd be like, just fucking like Jeff Fiegel's. I remember this like vividly. Like Jeff <laughs> Fiegel, and I was like, damn, this dude's hitting at 88. It's better than my current punter. <laughs> These pick him up. Like, I, I don't know. I was blown away with the options that were left. You know, I don't understand the kicking scenario in the NFL at all. To be honest, I can't believe that there's not someone. I can't believe that people can't be more consistent than that. Like at least with a field goal, there's more variables. Like you have a holder. There's like the line has to fucking do their job. So like well, kicking field goals is different. There's more variables, but being a punter, you're by yourself, dude. It's you, you do it, you know? And and like really like punters that's, that's they could sign Pat do. McAfee. Oh my god! Oh, absolutely, Marcus he King. He's kicking in the XFL. Yeah, but now we're so the, I was gonna say that, but the thing with him is we're getting towards like five six years out of the NFL. I know, I know. I'm just mostly, no I'm mostly kidding. I'm mostly you know. kidding. No, but you're right. I mean, anyone would have been fucking better. By the way, the XFL has some better rules than the X than the NFL. Yeah, no doubt. The Philly fanatic would have been better. He would have fucking <laughs> would have big booted that bitch. But the oh, I just can't believe there isn't a better punter out there. And like punters, like I don't think it's easy. But if you <laughs> if you're doing it for like 26 years, I I don't know how you just. Fuck that up. You, you flubbed it, bro. <laughs> and then they come out and be like, well, I was coming off of an injury. So. But like, who, who did you tell you? You said you were ready. You said you were good. So like, did you lie to kick and blow it? Or like, what was your plan here? It's too late. You said you're good. You're good. That's it. Exactly. Like you can't walk it back after you fucking shank one of the worst punts I've ever seen. So, how incredible is it to watch Trey Turner play? Oh, Jesus Christ. The dude is beautiful. He's silky. He's smooth. Was there ever a doubt that the Phillies weren't going to sign Trey Turner? Like, seriously, like, I think once I heard that Trey Turner was a free agent, I was like, oh, that's that's Bryce Harper's fucking boy. <laughs> I know. I, I, I thought it was a lock. I mean, you and never maybe know I until it really, actually happens. But. And maybe I didn't really respect his game in L.A. because, like, I fucking hate the Dodgers more than I hate any other team in all of baseball. So like I wouldn't even like if a highlight comes on, I'm moving the fuck on because I hate them that much. Um, it's the Mets for me. <sighs> yeah, but oh, like, it always was not even just now. Laughable, though. They don't win nothing. They're just a fucking joke. They're a little brother. Um, I know, but I think, for, I think it goes back to like, like the Oh, seven, Oh, six, Oh, seven, Oh, eight, like those Oh, nine, 10, 11, like that span right there, that rivalry between the Phillies and the Mets was fucking legendary in those years, man. It was unreal. Isn't it kind of crazy, right? So 
the, the Phillies are going to put a banner up, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they're not going to put a division banner up. That's nuts. Yeah, it is. It's wild. Like when you think of it like that, that's just like, cause it just doesn't happen. I mean, it does, right? Not, not very often in baseball. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to happen more frequently in baseball yeah. now, I think, because they're letting more teams in, but cause it was only, you only had one team that could possibly do that in the past. Now, now, there's, now there's three. So, you know, I think it'll happen more often, but yeah, it's fucking cool though. And, and dude, they're good. You look at that lineup, dude. Boom came back looking like fucking Iron Man. He, so it's <laughs> he looks fucking he looks insane at the plate, dude. He looks, you know, what he looks like, you know, <laughs> dude. You know the fucking, you know, uh, the Family the Guy episode. You know the Family Guy episode when he comes out of the fucking thing and his forearms yeah. all gigantic. Yeah. That's what Boom looks like. Joe Boom and, looks all jacked, dude. And it's crazy to me because like. And he, he looks confident on, as fuck at, at third base, man. And, and he put on like the same muscle mass that Scott Kingry put on. And, and we, I, I remember I went to a Reading game. No, Lehigh Valley. And I remember I saw the starting line. Like, Scott Kingry still even fucking trying. Yeah. What the dude, fuck he, is this guy doing? Well, he's, he has to he get paid like 5 million a year. Yeah. More than that. It might be more than that. Fuck him. Fucking. Th- anyway, pitching clock. You want to do it? You want to talk about it? I don't know because we're late in the podcast now, and I don't know if I want to do that right now. Let's just maybe be we, short on it. No, maybe we just let it marinate for another week to, to look at it a little bit more. But I think we'll do our opinions on it, and then we'll circle back. How about fine, that? Fine, fine. I like the pitch clock. Do I think they can twerk it a little bit? Yes. Twerk it. Yeah. <laughs> do I think they can twerk it? Yes. I like it because. Two and a half hours, you can allocate. You can you can honestly allow yourself time to really watch way more games. I really believe it. I just I do. I do. It's a whole hour. It matters, man. No, the games are not three and a half hours. Okay. They're not. Guy watches three <clears throat> games last year, thinks he knows how long the fucking games are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just Listen, I like I like the idea that they're trying to keep the game moving. I do. And I like that I like the clock idea. The 15 second clock is fucking pitiful. What about 20 seconds? Does 20 seconds get you good? Uh, yeah, yes, or they could keep it 15 and just change when they start it. See like for me the problem is like as soon as the catcher throws the ball to the pitcher, like as soon as it, the ball hits his glove, it the clock starts at 15. That's and, and- that's insane. And here's my argument there too. And, and we saw this happen. If they ask for a new ball, wait, so and this is going to be the thing, right? Like if you ask for a new ball, how can you allow Wheeler, them to Wheeler said that Wheeler said that today on TV. What do you say? He, he was, they asked him what he thinks about the clock. He said, I fuck, I don't like it right now. He's like, there's going to be a lot of strategic things that we could probably work out of it on both sides. But he's like, I can manipulate the clock. I just asked for a new ball. Yeah. But so like the one guy they didn't reset it for and they still, they lost the game because of it. So it's going to be interesting how it works. And I think it's even funnier that like, like people that come up and like fucking move their gloves around and shit for like fucking 40 minutes. Like they're going to get in trouble too. Like, I love that. It's like, it's bad news for both sides. 
they can they can tweak it and try to find it to make a little more sense. I don't know, like, and you can't even go like you can only get four new balls every game. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, <laughs> how many th- it starts to turn into uh, like arcade baseball, like yeah, like Smash Brothers baseball. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it starts which is an ridiculous. underrated game. It's it a start- fucking. I, it is. It's a great game. It's Mario just, baseball. It, it just starts getting a r- little ridiculous with the pitch, like with the clock. And I like the clock. I like that. They're trying to keep the game moving. I really do. I've seen the, the fucking highlights where like, Oh, look, there's through one pitch and you got the whole fucking inning in one pitch. Like, okay. I know that there have been examples where pitchers are absolutely ridiculous with taking their time. I know. But most of those examples are in the playoffs. And I'm telling you right now, mark my fucking words, man. The pitch clock is going to ruin playoff baseball. And I wouldn't be surprised if they even take it away. From the playoffs? Or, or change it completely or something. Yeah. Because, because playoff baseball, the strategy involved, every pitch matters. And when you're playing 182 games, who cares? Throw a fastball. Fastball. Yeah. Fastball. But when you're fucking playing in the playoffs and you literally have to win, you have to like cat and mouse them with the pitches right now. in the 15 second clock, the pitcher can't even change the pitch. Yeah. I, I don't, like I said, there's ways to do it. I don't know what they are. And you know, my, my idea would be to keep it 15, but like, instead of starting it when the ball hits his glove, start it when he steps on the rubber. Like as soon as he steps on the rubber, start the clock. That's, that's fine. Why does it have to start when it hits his glove? It's fucking weird. I don't like that. That's that's the biggest problem, I think. If they because started I it- think, listen, this is a this is a big brain play by me. So hopefully you agree, or I'm just stupid. <laughs> I think. Okay, so I throw the ball, right, and then the catcher catches it. Okay, yeah, and then the catcher just uh, it, it, he it's either a dirty ball, he gets a new ball, right, <laughs> yeah. or it's a strikeout, and he throws it to fucking third base, right. But most of the time he catches it and it's just repetitive motion. Catches it, it's on the same timeline every fucking time. Catch it, same timeline. So it's okay. very oh, it's a very consistent way to make sure that the ball gets there and you don't have to wait for the pitcher to do fucking jumping jacks, grab the so, rat. So who's the so what we're making the clock operator's job easier because it's, it's a repetitive <laughs> motion that he throws the ball back to the mound? I hear yeah, that when you say it that way, yes, that's very silly. But that is that's the nuance behind it. I'm confident. I hope someone can prove me wrong. I'm confident that's the thing that makes the most sense, though, because it's just it's very consistently okay. We know that this is how it goes. It takes X from pitcher to catcher. Yeah, but back to pitcher. dude, a, but a part of a part of pitching the ball is stepping on the rubber. I so like. That. When the guy steps on the rubber, start the clock. I don't know why it has to be the glove. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. The 20 second clock is feels perfect. Like the 20 second clock, when the guys are on base, it feels like the perfect amount of time. They have enough to look. They can change a pitch. They can look over at the bag. That's all fine. The 15 second clock is terrible. It's terrible. And like guys standing in the batter's box at eight seconds and they're like, you know, looking at the plate instead of looking physically at the pitcher and they get a strike for that. That's fucking stupid. That's dumb. It happened to Machado. Machado was in the box. He was looking down at the plate and he got called for strike. Like that's insane, dude. Well, first off, fuck Manny Machado. And secondly, (laughs) 
He just, fuck, he just fucked around and got he just fucked around and got paid three hundred and fifty million dollars. More than that, right? I don't know. It's something like I think it's like three fifty. I don't know. Fuck him. Um <laughs> Where are the, the Padres big- getting all this money? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who, who owns them. That's a good question. I, I don't know. It's fucking Shaq. They're um, dropping cash out there. I know that. I don't like the bigger bases though. Dude, they're like a pizza box. They're fucking yeah. gigantic. You ever see them like kickball slip and slide games where they put the baby pool on, on each base? Like that's <laughs> yeah. literally what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> like in kindergarten, mean, gonna... It's like in kindergarten when you're playing kickball with the big fucking blues uh, yeah. mats. <laughs> who the fuck, who the fuck is going to throw out a catch? I mean, who's going to throw out a stealer? I, I don't I mean, know. It's, I was, it's, I was, I was, I was I was talking to my father-in-law. We were talking about Ricky Henderson's like, you know, career and how like, like obviously I don't know. You know, I saw a very, you know, old. Ricky yeah, Henderson. I remember. I remember Ricky. But like what my father-in-law was telling me about like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were both like, yeah, no one's ever going to pass, you know, his fucking records. Well, guess what? Some asterisks might allow it to happen. Somebody's going to steal 70 bases this year. Might be 80. Oh, my God. And not only that, dude, so not only did they make the bases bigger, but they limited the amount of times the pitcher can throw to the first base bag. Oh, how many? It's like two or three. It's like three. And on the third one, if he throws over there the third time, you have to get him. Or if he, if you don't get him, he gets second base. Oh, what are we doing? That's what I'm saying. They, they just, they made, they made baseball into a joke a little bit. Like it's kind of a joke. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> fuck is gonna throw it over there three times that's a that's a critical could you imagine that's but that's something that's a strategy that you used to have to use when you know a guy is gonna try to steal yeah like you gotta throw over there like could you imagine game seven world series you know <laughs> bases loaded yeah not you, only yeah you, you can't not only that but like you don't pit, you don't get the pitch off in time and and it's a it turns into a walk and the, and they fucking win the game on a fucking 21 I'll t- second I'll tell you pitch what, walk i would i would love to see it i would love to see it as long as the Phillies aren't on the other end of it i would love to fucking see it just to just to see like just everybody to see scoring. the fucking world crumble. Oh like my god, dude! Twitter movie. would Twitter would fucking eliminate itself. It would be any spore <laughs> of fucking disease, just self-consuming baseball to the end. It's wild, dude. Like the the throwing over to first base. Like again, I know they're trying to speed the game up, and I know they don't want somebody sitting there throwing over there fucking ten times. But when's the last time? Like that doesn't happen. Maybe it's like five, which is a lot. But if they if the at bat is fucking twelve pitches long, it, I don't know. It's it's fucking weird to me. I spoke the wrong pen in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <Woo. laughs> uh, don't worry, we can revisit this, the clock. This is <laughs> <laughs> Kenny just fell off the cliff about a minute ago. <laughs> <And> this is <laughs> your space captain speaking. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hear you. Now I just think the pitch clock would have probably been enough. You know, we didn't have well, the Oh, bucket. and we eliminated the shift. 
So, so not only, not only are we like, we're giving every advantage to the hitters, to the offense anyway. Well, because sex sells and home run sells. Well then make the bucket juice the balls again. Oh, but they'll only juice them for the Yankees. Only juice them for judge. All right, listen, it's, 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 it's great to come back and have this podcast. We, we have to decide if we're going to do it every week. During the lull, I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. I think we're going to come back next week, Kenny. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's good to be back. Phillies are fucking cooking already. The Eagles finally hired some coaches. The Sixers are getting getting ready to ramp up and let everybody down again in the second round. cycle, baby. <laughs> uh, and the Flyers are just a joke. Uh, you know. I wish I I wish I could come on here one time and just like actually have something positive to say about the Flyers. But I don't. You know what? You know what's incredible. You know what's incredible though, McDavid, dude. <laughs> He's got See, fifty. This is what the Flyers took away from me. Fifty is my ability to keep up with the everybody rest of the else. NEL. Yeah, I know. The NHL. I the NEL. The, the NEL. <laughs> the NEL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 50. He's got fifty. 50 and 60 games, 62 games. Oh, that's disgusting. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Kid is good. It's a shame, man. It's a shame that the Oilers get these fucking guys like once, <laughs> once in a generational town and no one gives a fuck because it's the fucking Edmonton Oilers. Like, hey, man, Edmonton needs something. At least give them that. Just, just take the hockey team away and go put it in some fucking southern state. Like, <laughs> let's, let's stop what we're doing. Yeah, no one thought Nashville would care about hockey, and look at them. They love it. You know, the, the most surprising one was Atlanta. I really loved the Thrashers. They were the funniest fucking team. <laughs> Why? Just like light blue jerseys with a fucking, with a, with a falcon or a bird with a hurricane and a stick. And <laughs> they just like, dude, I could, because I used to play with them a lot. Like Andrew Ladd, Brian Little, uh, uh yeah. Ebershaw or whatever, uh, yeah. Dustin Bufflin, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember Kovalchuk. Like they, they were the fucking tit team. But it, it, you know, it's fucking Atlanta doesn't give a shit about hockey. Why would you? Yeah. And you know how hard it is to care about hockey when like an expansion team comes in and like you got to <laughs> try to root for a fucking like, like. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't. No, I mean we'd be hype as shit, but like overall wise, it wouldn't be like how the Eagles are. I agree. I don't know. It's, it, it was doomed to begin with. And the NHL is a terrible fucking product and they're in trouble. And MLS is going to surpass them within the next four years. Speaking of the MLS, I actually watched a little bit of the union uh, home opener the other day. Oh, we're, but we're duping again. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> they, they looked good, dude. They looked good again, yeah. man. Maybe they can win one for us. Oh, they got pretty close. They got pretty close, you know? Yeah, that hurts. Three of them, man. Three of them. And they fucking they fucking put it on Columbus the other night, though. It was like four one, I think. Good, good for them. So, all right, let's let's end this thing. It's nice to be back, Kenny. It's good to see you. Pleasure's all mine, baby boy. <laughs> and uh, hey, we'll be back to do it again next week. Until then, <laughs> like us, share us, and hey, if anybody wants to sponsor us, like you know. We'll take anybody. I'm sure the content is fucking viewer friendly. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, why do you want us to sponsor this? 
<laughs> this <laughs> podcast, they talk about 9-11 every single episode. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Kenny, stop talking about 9-11. Before I go, I memed to death someone with 9-11 memes because he was upset that I <laughs> told some old lady to shut up because she was upset about the, the, the 9-11 tweet. Which Listen, was not yours. You just chimed in on one. Yeah, I mean, I had it. <laughs> it's, it's my bread basket. It was my bread. You know, I had to get in on it. Anyway, I memed him to death, and I'm pretty sure he blocked me. So, thank you. I'm here all day. See you, buddy. <laughs> Good night, my fair friends. Good night, everyone. And listen, like, oh, share. Officer Doofy. <laughs> see Dude, there's another Scream movie coming out. Yeah, I know. And this it's in New York this time. Is he in it? Doofy's still in it? Or is he dead? I hope. Let's fucking pray. I don't know the plot line. All right, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>